Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast, the championship edition of the Green Room Podcast. Colin, we're here. We made yep. it. It is December 1st. North Texas plays December 2nd on Friday in San Antonio. People forget. I'm from San Antonio. People forget that. Somehow. Do they? Uh, apparently. Apparently, people forget. Uh, so this game always has a lot of significance to me because there's nothing better than posting on my Instagram story or something like that, the, the final score, and just having all of the San Antonio people getting all angry and then be able to call my dad and just be like, and then he just, before I even start talking, he's just like, well, that's what mm. happened last year, right? That's why when North Texas blew him out, he was like, it's raining and all this stuff. It's raining. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and this is why everything we've said throughout the year, I know I've just ra- talked for a ministry. You, have, you haven't even talked yet. Um, I don't need to talk. Look, this game, I don't care what else happened the rest of the season. I just want to beat UTSA. That's it. That's all. That's all. That's it. That's all I got to say to start this podcast. Beat UTSA for me. That's it. For Matthew Bruni. For Matthew Bruni. How are you doing, though, Colin? How are you? Your camera's a little high. You look a little shorter. Is it? Is it? I don't you know what's little, happening because I thought the same short. thing. Oh, there you go. I mean, I just oh, sat you're just up. sitting up. <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> yeah, I just like our heads being on like somewhat of an even. No, I know. I agree. I don't know what happened. Thing. Okay. Well, you're good now. It's okay. all right. You sure? Yeah, no, I, we, we need to make an adjustment here. You want me to lower? Do you want me to lower my seat? No, 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 no. How's wait? I lowered mine a little bit. All right. Well, now you're taller than me. All right. All right. This is good. Yep. All right. So, how are you feeling going into this one? After everything we said in the last podcast, where we were like, you know, this team stinks. They're not the second best team in the conference. They don't deserve to be here. All of that stuff, and all that stuff is true. But how are you feeling? All that stuff is true. <laughs> you know, this feels like a game that North Texas is going to win. <laughs> Yo, I just spit up my drink. Oh, my God. Yo. I need a napkin. Are you freaking kidding me? Did this person just say... You didn't, you didn't let me finish. You didn't let me finish my statement because you spit out your water. I was going to say... And anytime I feel that North Texas <laughs> is going to win, they disappoint me greatly. So therefore, they're going to lose. But no, this is this has a weird feeling to me where it's like, what if? You know, but I, I, I feel like that's the fandom in me coming out. You know, like, I, like, like everything up to this point has shown me that they're not going to do, like, not going to perform right. Like, that's just not, you have water on your shirt. I know, bro. I legitimately... <laughs> Oh my uh, god. Everything up to this point is, has shown me they're not gonna be able to do it. But there's just like this inkling where it's like, eh, why not? You know? Uh that being said, the rational me thinks that this is gonna be a bad game. So which version of me do you want? I don't know. All I know is I'm clipping that moment, and that's gonna be the Twitter clip. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I was gonna set it up with uh, I think you taste you to win, but anytime I think that, but then you just spit out your water. <laughs> Holy God. I that thought was amazing. We had, bro, that guy, I have never been so caught off guard in my life. That by was amazing. something you've said. Um, yeah, I'm just going to do the whole podcast with water all over my shirt now. That's crazy. Jesus. Um, okay. You couldn't right. believe it. <laughs> Let's, I couldn't. 
<laughs> I just caught me so off guard after everything we've been through this year. So I think this is the game North Texas wins. What? It's East? just like a weird feeling. Look, I, this is that's that look. That is the fan in us talking. It, it is right. Like 100%. that's like that's what I like. Nothing would make me happier than North Texas winning this game and against UTSA. If this was against UAB Western, I'd be like, okay, you know, it's it's cool, it's whatever. You win the championship, but you're the fourth best team in the conference. Cool, it doesn't really matter. If you beat UTSA, this has like rivalry implications. This has, I'm sure, at some degree, has recruiting implications. It has implications on Seth Luttrell's job. It has implications on my life. And for that reason, I want North Texas to win this game uh, deeply. With that being said, Colin, um, I said on the last podcast, there's a lot of things here that make me believe they're not going to win this game. There's a lot of things here that make me believe they're not going to cover the eight and a half point spread. Um, And I'll get into a few of these like in more detail, but at a surface level, it feels like they already gave UTSA their best shot. It feels like that game on October 22nd, you have the game, not one, but you, you drive down the field, score, take the lead. No, no, no. You had the game one. Okay, you probably had the game one. You had the game one. You had the game one. <laughs> uh, Oscar Hick Cardenas makes a one-handed catch, um, and they end up beating you. And th- it felt like the air were out of the tires at that point. Now, again, North Texas bounce back, beats Western Kentucky, beats, beats FIU. Everything looks, looks good. But then they end the season on a pretty low note with UAB and Rice. I don't know if I can expect, and also UTSA, I think, has gotten more healthy than they were at that point in the year. Obviously, Rashad Wisdom still out for the year, but offensive line, I think, is more healthy. Uh, defensively, I, I, feel, I think they got a couple guys back from what I read. All of this is building up to North Texas not being quite able to keep up with UTSA at the end of the day. I think that's just what it comes down to, what it feels like for me. Um I have some granular things I, I can talk about that I found in doing my research for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, do you agree? Does that, is that what it feels like for you? I mean, yeah, that's rational me, right? <sighs> going like, okay, how could they have gotten, how could they have given UTSA a better shot than they did at in Denton? Um, I mean, well, and the thing is, uh, well, are, do you mean in Denton from last year? You mean this year? It was at UTSA last year. It was in San Antonio this year. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Jeez. It's okay. Um, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. But let's also remember, remember when I pulled up on my phone all those graphs and the graphs and it was UTSA way up there and, and North Texas way down there. And it was how much like the expected points were for the game. And UTSA, like by the advanced stats and everything, like thoroughly outplayed North Texas. And I was out, I was on here yelling, this is not a game North Texas like deserved to win, blah, blah, blah. I think so. I think I remember that. Yeah. Let's remember that as well. UTSA was the better team in the first game. Yeah. Like UTSA was the better team and North Texas should have won that game again because, you know, they come down the field and they score late. But North Texas couldn't run the ball on UTSA. North Texas could hardly throw the ball on on UTSA. And UTSA's offense just took a while to get going. If UTSA's offense comes out firing, I don't think North Texas has what it takes to match them. Do you think this is a FAU North Texas scenario from a few years ago where UTSA is just better? Uh, I don't I don't think they can get blown out by 30. 
I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> but now that you put it in my head, I'm scared. I'm scared. Well, it's of- like it's like it's like it's that feeling. Like I have a feeling of like I had the feeling. You know, the fan in me thinks, hey, they're gonna give him a good chance. Yeah. This could this could be a really close game, and North Texas could pull it out. The rationally thinks, okay, UTSA just destroyed Rice, destroyed La Tech, and then came back against UTEP when they had to. And North Texas yeah. just had a very underwhelming game against UAB and Rice. Like, yeah. like the, UTSA is clearly hot, and North Texas is not. And I, that's and and UTSA also is going to come for revenge to prove that they are way better than North Texas because the first time around they didn't do that. Yeah. And these two teams, if both teams play at their absolute best, UTSA is significantly better. Like, that's where I think you're like, they're like 10 points better. And it is a championship game. I think Jeff Trailer is one of the best G5 coaches in the country. Yeah. Um, if nothing else, I think he'll have them prepared. He'll have them ready. I remember last year when UTSA played Western Kentucky. And Western Kentucky's team last year, Bailey Zappi and company, were a heck of a lot better um, than this North Texas team. And UTSA just finds ways to win, man. They just find ways. They're confident. They've been through it before. They have Frank Harris at quarterback. Um, but, yeah, I, I just don't feel good about it. Now, if I, if I want to get a little bit more uh, technical, the one thing that I did find, Colin, yeah. that I think gives me a little bit of hope, which it shouldn't give me hope. It's, it's actually a huge glaring red flag, is how bad <laughs> – <laughs> okay it's how, it's how bad north texas is against the run okay north texas is 122nd in epa against the run all right this advanced stat stuff don't ask me how it's calculated 122nd in the country against the run and i think that's obvious when you watch them play rice when you watch them play uab yeah uh, when you watch them play smu when you watch them play unlv right all these teams just run the ball all over them utsa is not a dominant running team this year, right? Since Sam McCormick's not there anymore. And I think that's what we saw in the first game where the offense, you know, kind of plays into a little bit of what North Texas strengths is on defense. And so for that reason, and this will be my only in-depth breakdown of this game, I think they have a chance to slow down Frank Harris because maybe, just maybe, this UTSA offense plays into their hands a little bit more. Maybe they're a little bit more comfortable playing against this UTSA offense uh, for that reason. Now, if UTSA gets the run going, then... Yeah, it's a wrap. That's a weirdly that? I don't like that stat at all. Okay. They got a running quarterback. When they was the do. last time North Texas stopped a running quarterback? It, very true. The first time they played, <laughs> Frank Harris rushed for 75 yards. Um, and Brendan Brady, not for nothing, ended up running for 112 yards on six yards per carry. And so okay. <laughs> Brady Brady's like, oh well, maybe well, maybe they'll be able to run the ball. <laughs> Um, it's just crazy. If you look at the stats from the first game, it's like, how, how was North Texas close in this game? And it kind of goes into my second number that I found North Texas. Did you know this North Texas is top five in the country in yards per completion? I think they're third. Uh, Yeah, I I would believe that. So big play or bust pretty much. No, that's what it is. We've seen it the last two games. Here are the reception yardages from that first utsa game rod burns had a 54 yard catch farkeith gums had a 46 yard catch uh jire short had a 58 yard touchdown uh 58 yard catch it wasn't touchdown so it's like these are the big plays that you're gonna have they're gonna they have to make in order to keep it close with utsa yeah 
I don't know if they hit those. I don't. I just don't know. I don't know. So yeah, I'm not feeling great overall. Um, it is going to put a lot of pressure on Austin Ani, I think, to throw the ball. I feel like that was UTSA's game plan in game one. And while Austin Ani went 15 to 31 with three touchdowns and one pick, I don't think that's super comfortable for North Texas as an offense because you do become a really boomer bust. Not for nothing, too. They have a I mean, North Texas has all their running backs injured for the most part. Yeah. I mean, they had, I'm pretty sure Attaway was healthy in that UTSA game. Yes, he was. So, I mean, you lose him. You have, you have a day a in day. Ragsdale. And Isaiah Johnson? Is Isaiah Johnson healthy? Is it? I can't. I'm I not going to keep track of it. All I, know, all I know is Ragsdale's been running back one for the past few weeks, and I would assume that to continue to be the case. Right. Um, But that's about as in-depth as I'm going to get. Now, I think if we go back to the larger point, which is what we're good at on this podcast, is talking about the bigger picture. Also, shout out, timeout, 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 13-minute mark, calling a timeout. Meant to lead the podcast with this. Shout out to Ren Baker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Ren Baker, man. I'm just 13-minute mark calling time out on the podcast to give a shout out to my guy, Ren Baker, hired at West Virginia to be the athletic director at West Virginia uh, in the Big 12. Man, I know he's not going to watch this, but he has just done an incredible job at North Texas. Like, Yeah, it's hard to think of like how someone could come in and do better, honestly. Honestly. Like that's that's the scary part, right? Is like yeah, uh, the the standard is Flip, so high at this flipped point. Flipped everything around. Yeah, so that is um, that's gonna be what, tough. But I guess uh, to bring this back to football, yeah. What ahead. do we think this means for Seth? I think this has always been. I, I don't think anything changes because I think the, whoever the new athletic director is is gonna have to come in as an American Athletic Conference athletic director. Right. Yeah. And that's how you have to evaluate this North Texas team, which is what we've said the entire year is that's how you have to evaluate this team. And if maybe if the new athletic director listens to this podcast, you will know what we've said is that if you this team played next year's schedule this year, they would have gone probably three and five in conference. Yeah. Is that good enough? No. So next year, when they actually do go three and five, are you a step behind? You know what I mean? Like, should you yeah. be proactive in this? And that's what the whole debate is. I will say, and I'll come back to this because I, we've talked about it last podcast. Latrell has to win one of these last two games. And in my opinion, I know you 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 said the bowl game was bigger initially. I presented my point to why this game was bigger, and you kind of agreed with it. So um, you went you went along with me. But I think this game is is huge. It, this game to me is bigger than the bowl game. Yeah, I would say that I think a lot changes in the sense that. With Ren, I think he has a chance to stay, whereas I think a new guy comes in and it looks at everything from a numbers perspective, looks at yeah. how every season went, expectations, and goes, okay, well, this isn't good enough. And I think unless you know you win both games, I think at this point it's a foregone conclusion that I don't think he returns because a new athletic director is going to want to do what? Unless there's overwhelming success, he's going to want to bring in his own guys. I mean, we saw Ren do that to an extent, right? I mean, why yeah. wouldn't that happen? Especially when you're moving to a new conference and you have all of those other expectations and you have to live up to what Ren has already done. So I think yeah. I think it puts a lot more on Seth's plate um, because obviously, you know, he doesn't have those, he doesn't have a relationship with whoever the new uh, athletic director is going to be. I mean, uh, he didn't have one with Ren when he came in and he was able to keep his job because of Mason. This is a completely different scenario where you have a lot of you're gonna you're almost having to hit another reset button because you're losing Ani next year. 
you're losing other key players next year and you're moving to the new conference. So what are you, what, what's the new AD going to come in thinking uh, yeah. with Seth? So it would be easy just to say fresh start, hit the button. Yeah. Go and why not? Honestly. And that, yeah. and that's that, and, and that's not even knock. Like even if Seth, you know, we didn't have the, the up and down season, if it was more of a, you know, mediocre, there were no blowouts, but they played really hard. I think I'd be having the same conversation, even, you know, injuries or whatever, because it's just easier that way for, for AD to come in and do that. Going back to the North Texas UTSA game, another thing I we have to kind of bring up is I think San Antonio is actually going to show up for this game, like in boards. Yeah. Like yeah. they're going to legitimately get over 40,000 people there. And in the Alamo Dome, it can get very loud. And I just can't see UTSA coming out flat. Like, how shocking would it be on a scale of 1 to 10 is if, if North Texas went up 14-0? If North Texas went up 14-0? Yeah, it would be a 10. I mean, I would, I would be in awe. I'd, and it, would be be dead it would be dead silent in that dome. I'd be shocked. I just don't think – it would have to be a defensive touchdown. One of them would have to be a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown or yeah. something like that. Like, yeah. I just don't – I can't see this offense driving down the field twice. So we'll get into like off-season stuff. Not even off-season. I think like post-season type stuff afterwards. A lot of this obviously hinges on Seth Luttrell, but like is Phil Bennett just like safe? Are we just like he's he's cool? Like we like if, if Seth Luttrell stayed as the head coach, like is this just – I mean, yeah. This is good. Like everybody's just like kind of like, all right, this is as good as it gets. And they've been scarred. We've been scarred for so long with bad DCs that we get a decent one, and we're just like, all right, this is cool. Now, what's going to happen when there's no KD Davis? And I mean, I don't think I don't think that's the issue with the team, though. It's not. I don't think it's. What the is the thing. issue with the team then? I would say it's it's and you you kind of alluded to it earlier. It's they rely too much on the big play. So it's it, offensive. It, it, you yeah, put more I mean, of it on offense than I mean, I mean, and, and I got and I got some flack for it. Uh, which game was it? The I guess it was the UAB game where I where I blamed it more on the offense than the defense. Even though UAB put up forty one, they're unable to sustain drives most of the time, and, and unless they wear a team down, just more uh, they wear another team's morale down by just getting the big play. And I don't I don't think that. Their inability to be consistent on offense, yes, I feel like does a lot more harm to the defense than we than than most people realize. That's a good point. I like that point. Like I like that like, point. Um, when you, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say when you go through their games, I mean UTSA when it was just a, a slugfest. UTSA only put up thirty one. When you go to, I mean twenty one or forty one against UAB, but twenty one against Rice. 14 against FIU, they suck though. And 13 against Western, you know, the Western was the only game you could argue where North Texas kind of had like sustained drives all the time. So I think Phil, I think Phil's done a good job with what he has. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to, I think we've covered this from every angle. What we already covered what a win would mean. Yeah. For myself and everybody involved. Um, we've covered what a loss would mean for everybody involved. I mean, Again, there's it's how kind of how you lose, but at the end of the day, you really I'm tired of saying it's how you lose because they've lost too much for that excuse. And games like this, yeah, for sure. They've lost games like this too much. So it, it doesn't matter if you get beat like FAU in 2017. It doesn't matter if you lose like you like uh October 22nd when UTSA goes down the field and scores in the last second. You gotta win the game at some point. 
And um, like I said last podcast, they have one and a half wins this year. Yeah. You got to make it two and a half. It doesn't matter how you do it. You got to win the game. And it's not going to be raining in, in the Alamo Dome. So we don't have that to fall back on. Yep. Uh, like we did two years ago. So, or last year, rather. Um, anything else before we wrap it up? Uh, we got to do our pick them. Uh, how are you one point down now? I'm one point down. This is going to, this is, this is, this is very large. This, this week for you tomorrow, tomorrow's a big day for you and your taste buds. For, again, for those who maybe haven't listened to us before, we have a pick them on the year. We, we do props basically uh, on every game. We pick them. We, we keep track of who wins. We tally it up. Colin has is at 27. I'm at 26. So Colin is up one. The punishment for the loser is they have to buy one of those super hot chips like what Shaq ate on TV and eat it for our um, bowl preview podcast. So yep. If we tie, is. I just thought of if we tie, we both are punished. Like we, we gotta get like, like let's let's have a tiebreaker. Let's have a tiebreaker. I feel like one of us should be coherent. Well, the tie, we have to have the tiebreaker. We have to decide the tiebreaker now. Okay, we'll we'll decide it. We'll let's decide let's it. do our pick them first. You say you had you were gonna bring three to the table this week. Oh, I did. <laughs> you got them. <laughs> Hold on, man. Brady's gonna pull out some stupid stuff like over under thirty five thousand fans. <laughs> <laughs> the fans um okay here's one for you okay austin Ani's longest pass completion Ooh. okay over under 42 and a half oh man that's such a good number um over that's a lot Damn, that's, that's a, a lot. Play. That's, that's crazy. You can't look. You can't look up how many of those he's had because I have no idea. Oh, he's had a billion, or he's had a, he's had a good amount. Look and over forty two and a half. You gonna go over under on that? I gotta this be is, smart here. I gotta be smart. This, but this I also single need, this single one could ruin you. I know, but I also way. need points. <laughs> I can't be too cautious. Okay, dude, he could hit one, man. He could hit a forty-two yard pass. I know, and it could just run after the catch. He could hit like like Kalen Horton on like some stupid slant if he's in the game, or like shovel pass, and he just goes. I Wheel set route the line. To Marquis Gum. I set the line. Shoot, I say under. This that's a good one. That's a really good one. Scared. I love that one. I should uh, hire. I'll go next. Let's go Frank Harris over under one and a half touchdowns. Rushing. 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 Okay. Sorry. Uh, He runs for yards. I feel like he doesn't – maybe I'm wrong. I feel like he doesn't rush for a ton of touchdowns. Let's see. Can I look up stats? Yeah, you can look up stats on that because I just made it up. So Let's see. I'm not going to tell you whatever I find. I mean, I, I can look myself. It's actually decent numbers. Um, shoot, I'm gonna say under. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say under. Yeah, I was gonna go under as well. Yeah, it goes under as well. Avoid that one. Um, next, I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm scared to death. I'm right super now. excited for this. I am scared. All right, uh, UTSA over under. How do I want to do this? UTSA over under. And this includes sex. This includes everything. Over under 
4.9 yards per rush. Over. You literally just came up here and said they averaged six yards a carry last game. Why would I yeah, take but... What? Yeah, what? <laughs> was it six? You said like, it. You told like me it that. Less than that. Well, it was one of the running backs averaged that. I'm saying as a team for the game, they averaged 4.8 last year. Give me the under. Okay. Um... Ooh. If North Texas were to win this game, they would score what? <laughs> That's the question. Um, That's the question. Think. Right now they're projected to have 30 points. <laughs> Look at Colin. Over Thank under you. 26.5 points for North Texas. <sighs> Shoot. Because if you say line. under, they're getting destroyed. It's a good line. <laughs> it's a good line right there. Jeez. You, I don't even. <laughs> I, I have to. I'm going to take the over. I'm taking the over. Okay, I'm going to go under. This game's going to be just insane when we watch it. I'm stressed. All right, uh, another one. Austin Ani, let's let's go back to the well. Austin Ani, two and a half touchdown passes. Oh man, they only score twenty four points. He's not going to have two and a half touchdown passes. Give me the under. I got to go all in on my on my on my bet. I'm not betting on Austin Ani under. Nope, not doing we that. We both under. Okay. Yep. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I was gonna, I was I'm gonna not say, putting my life on the line for Austin. Ani that would be crazy. If, if if you had if you had made it even, and that was the one that you lost. I'm on. not doing that. That'd not, be crazy. I'm not. Right, how many is that each right now? Is that two each or three each already? I've done three. You've done two. Okay. Um. Let's go. Let's go. If you if you want me to come up with another one, I could. No. Um. Man, I'm okay. Nervous. Right now, the line is eight and a half for UTSA. Okay. I'm gonna make that line different. UTSA, thirteen and a half points. Okay, that's good. If you would have gone over fourteen, I would have hammered the under or the uh, North Texas cover. Uh Jesus. Um, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll with Vegas. Vegas has it eight and a half. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say North Texas co- which covers that covers that. Right, I'm gonna go over. All so, right, so you're going UTSA, UTSA minus thirteen and a half. Yeah. Can't type with this damn microphone in my way. All right, score predictions, Colin. North Texas scores twenty four. I said UTSA wins by fourteen. Therefore, wait, who scores twenty four? Oh, North Texas. North Texas. Okay. 38-24 UTSA. Okay. UTSA 38-24. Hearts pounding. I'm going to go 
I'm gonna go closer. I'm gonna go closer. Here's the thing, though. If you go closer, you put all your eggs in one basket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all into that 13 and a half spread. <laughs> all into that 13 and a half spread. Yo, if North Texas loses by two touchdowns or more, I'm going to be devastated. They're going to get blown out and you have to eat a hot chip. Unless if it's low scoring and I go with the low scoring score, which I might do. Give me UTSA. UTSA. 27 no no that's too low i gotta do something different than you though but if i just keep it closer i think i'll be okay um utsa they're not gonna stop them 42 35 there you go all right i say for the tiebreaker we guess how many penalties North Texas has. God. And whoever's the closest wins. This is such a bad tiebreaker. But we can't we we, we can't one up. I don't each even other. know how to I don't even know how to look that up. I I don't either. That's what I'm saying. We're just gonna we're just gonna guesstimate it. Or not guesstimate. We're just gonna we're gonna place our guesses. So I'm gonna write down what I, my prediction is, and then you're gonna say yours after I do this. Oh, and okay. we'll see who's right. And we'll see, go from there. So um, I'm going to write mine down. Oh, my gosh. How much do I believe in Seth Luttrell and the discipline on this team? Penalties. Okay. Or should we do penalty yards? No. Okay. That's, penalties. that's okay. way harder than penalties. That is way harder. Okay. Can I can I talk through mine, or is it going to affect your – No, I'm, I'm about to write mine right now, I All think. Right. Listen, okay, I'm going to yeah, say – I'm writing it down. I got mine. We get We get – Two offsides calls or two false start calls. Duh. Five. <laughs> Did you say five? I said six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you Man, go. There's the tiebreaker. But we just prices right at each other. We just prices right. <laughs> tiebreaker. I'm just going to write tiebreaker. Uh, over under five and a half penalties. Yep. And over. All right, there's the tiebreaker. All right. There we go. This is crazy. This is stressful. We just spent 10 minutes on that. I don't even care if it's bad television because, man. I am I am stressed. Yeah, I'll share my screen. You we should tweet out you should you should tweet out the uh the screenshot. Yeah. Let me That's zoom big. in. Wow. And this is the score, the current score for those who are wondering. All right. There you have it. There you have it. Wow. All right. You think the chip is hot enough to like alter your taste entirely? Are you trying to scare me? Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to make it even like I'm never able to taste the same. That's crazy. But me <laughs> look, if Shaq can survive it. You know, you see I, how big Shaq is? That I chip clearly doesn't affect him the same way. Also, where did you even buy that chip? Do I have to order it on Amazon? Or I think you have to order it. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. What's it called? It's just called the hot chip, right? Hot I don't know. chip. Oh my gosh, yeah, you buy it off of Amazon. The one chip challenge. $21?
Golly. <laughs> oh, I'm so scared. Oh, we have to buy a specific one, though. They have different hot le heat levels. Okay. All right, we'll look into that yeah, for we'll, you. We'll, yeah. 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 We'll look into that whenever you have to eat it. We have to do the hottest one available. Okay, let's calm down. Second to hottest one available. No, hottest one available. There's not really a difference. It's just then you can say... I don't want to be able to say that. I don't. I don't have What's pride crazy, like that. Crazy I don't I've, have pride I've, like that. I've eaten ghost peppers before. Like, I don't even know. I think. I think I'll be okay, no matter what happens. <laughs> he rolls his eyes. These, I, knew, I said that so you do that. These, these, these. <laughs> the threat from Michigan. All right, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Wow. All right. Well, I'm. I'm ready. I'm excited for this game. You gonna bet uh, on my, it? My family's going to this game. No, I'm not betting on it. Um, my family's going to this game. Um, everybody, my my parents, my brother, mis mis padres, mi hermano, todos, todos familia, will be at the game. Mm. So we'll see how it goes. Um, all right, that's all we have for y'all today. Uh, 33 minute pod. Did it Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon. Game is on Friday night. I believe it's at 6:30. Check it out. Watch North Texas win, and we will come back here having a party. Come back here having a party. Uh, I don't know when we'll do the party. Oh, Sunday. We can do it Sunday because we can do I'll it after. Back. I just won't be home. Well, the thing is, Colin, I will be in Atlanta on okay. Friday and Saturday. Okay. So we'll see. Maybe Saturday morning or like early, early Saturday morning. Sure. All right. We'll see. We'll work it out. But all right. That's all we got for y'all today. Uh, we appreciate y'all for joining us. Leave, follow us on Twitter uh facebook spotify um leave a like comment share subscribe all that good stuff we appreciate it and we will talk to y'all later